On the show this week, we're joined by Mr. Craig Parker of Franco, one of Scotland's best wedding bands. We start off with a few uh, questions for Craig about life in a wedding band. He's got a few f- hilarious stories. Uh, we talk about celebrities because it's a kind of celebrity-based um, show this week. Uh, brushes with celebrities on the job and off the job. Would you rather a celebrity special and some banger or saint? So let's go. Welcome to episode 11 of the Carbon Copy Covid Curer podcast. Um, there may be some bad language, there usually is. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple, uh, we're on YouTube, we're on Anchor. You could give us a wee like and a listen and a follow um, and a review would be great. Uh, we're a wedding band from Central Scotland, we're on lockdown, um, so we're doing this podcast um, to get us through it. My name is Martin, also known as Merv. I play guitar in the band. I'm also joined by our lead singer, David Swan, also known as Swanee. Hello. We've got our bass player, known as uh, Mark Caulfield, also known as Spanko. Hello there. And we've got our drummer, Neil McDougall. Aye. Shugs McDougs. Um, <laughs> we're also very fortunate to be joined by a guest today, somebody who has been a professional wedding musician for I don't know how many years now, and one of the biggest wedding bands there is in Scotland, singer, guitarist extraordinaire, Mr Craig Parker. Hello. Craig! Wow, what an introduction, cheers. Welcome. I know, it makes you sound dead old though, Parker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy's been it. on the scene forever. How yeah. many years has it been? Oh, I don't know, I think... I've been playing with Bobby, for who's the bassist in the band, for anyone that's never heard of us, because we're not actually that big. <laughs> and uh, We've been playing together for about 19 years now. Wow. That's I know, it's a long time. Jeez, eh? so that, that's like one more and that's my whole life. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's amazing. Yeah, we started in uh, Toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're going to start off by giving you a wee bit of a grilling, Craig. Um, oh, so okay. this is going to be some like quick fire, very well, not necessarily quick fire, but very difficult questions for you. Oh um, so I'll ask you one each. So I'm going to start and I'll ask you a very difficult question. What's the best thing about being a professional musician? The best thing? Uh, hanging about with those guys for like 19 years. It's been not bad. That was good. Uh, the Get a lot of freedom. With the routine and stuff, don't you? You know, like mm. you have your week to to do what you want, and then you just turn up at parties at the weekend. <laughs> it's not so bad. It's a great way to look at it, and that's what it is, really. When you think about it, that's I know. Ah, you, you we walk into high fives and stuff. You see, like photographers and other suppliers, and they they feel pressure. They've got big things to do throughout the day, that, and by the time we get there, everybody's drunk and ready to let their hair down. So. Mm. But we do do a lot of work, so pay us handsomely for it. Remember, say that, Parker, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> it's taken years of dedication, just the mm-hmm. <laughs> commitment to the investment of the equipment on its own. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. They're lucky to have these nice guitars turn up on their door. <laughs> <laughs> I bring, I bring my shite one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how has the wedding band industry changed since you started? Oh, way the back wedding in band industry. Oh, uh, aye. When, way back changed. when you were a toddler. Yeah, aye, when we were we back in my day, <laughs> when it was all just fields. <laughs> 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 ah, I mean, like, but really, there was it was we joke about it, it was the shooting fish in a barrel days. We would do very very little, hide the fact. From everybody that we knew, all our peers, we would hide the fact we were in a wedding band. We didn't want people to find out there was videos of us mm. online singing Take That and <laughs> doing <laughs> stupid raps to Michael Jackson. And we would still fill our diary chock full because there was just nobody competing. <laughs> it was just, it was us and a couple of other bands and hardly anyone had any videos. And not, there was loads of wedding bands. I mean, like. Aye. There was people weren't doing videos, and they weren't yeah. they weren't marketing themselves as as we were sort of trying to make us just look like a current band at the time, which would have been like I don't even know when we started doing weddings. It was like was it Kings of Leon and yeah, well, they weren't even new at the time. But aye, so we it was easy. It was <laughs> it was so easy, and now. There's half a dozen in my postcode doing the exact same <laughs> thing. And all of you guys that are far more talented than us are coming along, starting bands, <laughs> taking food out my kid's mouth. <laughs> uh, did, did you always start as a wedding band or did you start as like a sort of originals? Uh, we went from originals and then we were in a, in a pub band and then we did the pub covers and original stuff at the same time hmm. and we used to try and gig as much as we could doing both so sometimes it, I mean there was a few years we did like two one year we did like 280 gigs doing both bands and Jesus. just taking every single gig I think gigs. within that though we did do every single day in February to try Aye. and raise some cash for a recording project and wow Aye, so it was a, it's been a long, a long road to get to finally just take this year off. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to when it happened or was it just a quite a nice uh, thing to happen? Well, I, I got lucky. Um, yeah. When when I got married, which was, it was actually, it was 11 years ago yesterday. Oh, we just did Thanks, Fenn. Mark, Mark right. we just watched the video. He sang my first dance. That's right. Yeah. Really? Aye. 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 What was it? It was a mashup of yeah. Watch Them Fly Sundays by the Stereophonics yeah. and a song that I don't believe had a title that I wrote that they basically just ripped the piss out of me during my first dance. <laughs> they just went into it. Because it was almost the same song, essentially. It was almost the same song. It was romantic. It was very romantic. And, and, but then... We got we got up like cheesy bastards got up and did a few songs after when the band took their break, yeah. And uh, and then they were waiting to go back on. Like fuck's sake, are they using our instruments? <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> we knew where the on switch was, and we just jumped on. And uh, 
But then after it, they were like, oh, we're, uh, we're just about to start up a wedding agency. Would you guys want to be on it? A wedding band wow. agency. And we're like, ah, okay. I'm off for a few weeks now, but when I come back... And then, so that was the July. And by the November, we were on their website with some promo stuff. And then in our first year, we did something like 60 weddings. Like the next calendar year. Brilliant. I know, it was rapid. So rapid. Brilliant, man. Good. Yeah. That, I didn't. I thought you were on an agency before that. I didn't realise that. No, that was. I hadn't met them until that day. That's class. I got a, a wife and a job in the same afternoon. <laughs> Settling down all in one. <laughs> What's it like being a band with Adam, your brother? Who's Nolan? Who's Liam? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know who's Nolan? Who's Liam? I right. always fancy myself as Noel, but I never seen Liam play the drums. <laughs> uh, true but uh, Liam, Liam would be the better looking of the two I'll give him that right you think uh, so what do I think uh, I would, are, you, are you meaning Adam's a better one or Liam's Aye, a better both Ad- no, no, way. There, no, no way mate no I would do no well before Liam he's <laughs> a bit like a turtle does he not <laughs> I but look at fucking Liam he's got a, a caterpillar crawling across his forehead a lot of people say that about Liam but he's a handsome guy and I just don't see it just don't see it no matter sure, I'll send you some pictures <laughs> <laughs> the guy at uh, Tweeford Mod said that no is like a puffin in a top shop jacket <laughs> <laughs> what about that means what's it like being in a band with your brother yeah yeah, yeah go that's, answer that one that's first. good because been... fuck no no not at all not at all nah. we just we just quietly hold on to it for months and then <laughs> <laughs> let it fizzle out and we've had like we've only ever had a couple of disagreements of any note right and uh jesus christ i, I mean we disagree that. but <laughs> 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 nah, i think we, we're pretty lucky in that you know like if it's the same with bob it's the same band and same guys bob. for 19 years it's gigging that often Aye. It's if it it was it would either it either works and it's going to be peaceful or if it didn't mm. work it wouldn't be doing it. Aye, Bobby's horizontal as well, isn't he? Bobby's so laid back. He's not the kind of guy that you can imagine having full blown Barneys with. You know, it's just not no. many guys. The, 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 yeah, it's just not in the three of us. We've rare, like hardly ever a raised voice, and if there is, it's at the end of a really great night out. And it usually Aye. results in a walk off. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody takes their ball and goes home. But no, it's grand being an abandoned brother. It's been good. I was, I was thinking that that it'd probably be one of those things I'll look back on and be glad that I did. Mm-hmm. When we're Aye. when we're actually old. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Aye. Aye, there'll be a lot of memories you can all sit and talk about. I suppose around the campfire with the grandwains. What's the strangest thing that's ever happened to you, a gig, Craig? Right. How about uh, I prepared a couple of stories, right? And I thought I'll let you awesome. guys choose. Right. <laughs> you guys choose. So I've named, I've given them titles. Uh, they're all song-related titles, and then you can decide which one you want here. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The first one is "There She Goes" slash "Murder on the Dance Floor." <laughs> Second option is Adam Parker Supergrass. Right. Third option, Firestarter. Grand Central Edition. Oh. And the fourth one is Get Your Rocks Off in the Borders. 
Oh, I want to hear them all from us. So they are, so they are. And I want to start with number four, that's for sure. What, get yeah. your rocks off in the borders? <laughs> Aye, what happened there? Aye. Talk us through that one. So we turned up at a wedding in Dumfries and when we arrived, we could just tell the atmosphere was off. People weren't jovial at all. Like, nobody from the wedding party really came. Or, no, like, not bride, not groom. Nobody immediate came. And when people did, they were like, can you just... Can you just go over there and get set up and we'll let you know when when things are going to happen? Like, okay, okay. And then during the first dance, we were singing. I th- I've, got, I've got in my head that it was a Proclaimer song, but this was years ago. Could have been nine years ago, ten, I can't remember. And uh, so they had a big circle around the dance floor. Huge dance floor, huge amount of guests, massive big circle. And then... The bride and groom danced together for all of 10 seconds and then they each went and just picked people out of the circle and brought them in. And you could he just knew there was an atmosphere. It what? was weird. And then as the night went on, you could see the groom starting to dance with other girls, the bride starting to dance with other guys. And mm. fast forward <laughs> to way later on, there was this guy there and you... We were trying to place him And you're like Look he's with nobody If he's with someone He's like A friend of a friend How would that get to a wedding He just Didn't seem to know anyone And at one point The bridesmaids had the groom On one side of this big long dance floor And they were holding him Trying to keep Him facing Them To the right hand side of the dance floor Like oh look at this (laughs) While they look over his shoulder At the mess going on the other side Where this boy who seemed to be on his own was dirty dancing with the bride and at one point had her on her back on the floor with her legs up do simulating missionary sex with one leg up (laughs) 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 definitely simulating Definitely, aye. And then, and the bride, uh, the, the bridesmaids are, oh, oh, look at this, oh, look at us. Jesus. I know, but it, it really fizzled out and there was no party towards the end. And we found out that it had been something had been given away in the speech that meant that the bride and groom were no longer talking. <laughs> Jesus. That's heavy, isn't it? Three hours after you've just taken your vows, eh? I know, I just felt like, oh my God. And, for better, for worse, but not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're still together. I oh, know. <laughs> so what was the other songs? I, I, what's the Adam Parker Supergrass one? Ah, uh, give us that one. Su- this is an absolute shit show, this one. <laughs> <laughs> as, as is bound to happen from time to time, we ended up double booked. But only spotted it very, very last minute, like the week before. Oh, like, oh shit! I got double booking, and it's, oh. it has happened. I would yeah. say four times. Mm-hmm. Like when it's been, oh no, there's a double booking. There's nothing we can do about it. There's times when a booking's come in, it's been double, and you've noticed it and gone, "Sorry, that's an error in the diary." But that's not four what over happened twenty here. years is no bad though. Aye, Aye no bad. but it doesn't help. That's horrible. <laughs> that's pretty horrendous. Oh my god. I've Aye. had a couple of those where it was just I can I can think of one where I had to, this is a wee sidetrack but I've got a separate act that I do ceremony and drinks uh-huh. receptions with a girl who plays the violin I, I was booked with that band in the afternoon and then Franco in the evening on a double booked one I was like oh my god and I just had to eat my hat and we had to do the other one can't remember why now so 
I told her, I was just like, look, I've double booked the day before, I've double booked you, and, I, oh, and there's only man. one band available in Scotland this Saturday, the 14th of July, sick. or whatever it was. It was awful. Oh. And I said, but I'll still be there in the afternoon to do your whole thing for free. <laughs> and I was Great. like, oh, so. Well. So, I, but I, so I had to pay the girl doing the violin out my own pocket and then Fucking while we were sitting there playing I'm honestly we didn't have to do the ceremony that thing just the drinks reception and I'm yeah. sitting there waiting for everybody to arrive just sweating bullets and uh, and then they did arrive we're sitting playing it was fine and the bride and groom uh, the bride and her sister they all came up just like hugging me oh, it's nothing to worry about thanks for doing it they could not have been cooler so they were, oh, no, that's, they were and I learnt a lesson because I just told them the absolute truth. I was like, I have balls up here. It's totally on me. Right. And uh, But then as I was sitting there, <laughs> all the there was, all her pals were just in a semicircle in front of us facing the other way. And I just, I saw one of them turn around, give a look and goes, they did what? Them? And they cancelled? Oh, and then it just went around. They're just all sitting giving me daggers and I was oh. hating it. Oh god, I would have wanted the ground to swallow me up, man. Aye. That that's like sort of scene out of the office or something. Yeah. Oh that's yeah, just... <laughs> it felt so painful. But this other Oof. time that I was getting that the supergrass time, right? I got uh-huh. I got away with it. I was clear and free, and nobody was any the wiser. Um, I double booked us. It was a balls up, but uh, Adam and Bobby went with my dip to Edinburgh and did something in the glass house there at a wedding and I was in Dundee with a bunch of guys who I think are now maybe the the a few of the members of the invitations you know Chris Whitehouse and yeah, uh, okay, yeah, Gail yeah. Whitehouse I, so I played with them in Dundee told them we were Franco they played in Edinburgh and said they were Franco and nobody was any the wiser it was amazing <laughs> got away with done. it it was I, was, I just Weeks went by. It was fantastic, and then Adam was like, "Oh, I remember that one? Uh, oh, I know that double booking." And he he was like, "I got God. a girl's number that night, and we can count on one hand the amount of times that's happened at a wedding." <laughs> <laughs> right? And I, well, because he's because he's been in a relationship, I'm sure. But this time, <laughs> he gets a number, and as he's going out, I said, "Well, Adam, like, don't be daft. Don't obviously just stick to the story. I was ill. Don't." Tell her, he goes. I'm not going to tell her anything. I'm not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Next day, I get a filthy email from the bride. Uh, It it wasn't the next day; it was a week later. A filthy email from the bride saying, "I know you weren't ill. I know you were double booked, and I'll be complaining." Blah blah blah. I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And he's going, "Uh, "Yeah, your drummer told my friend's friend who was at our wedding." <laughs> and so he's just gone out on this date with a girl he didn't call back. Fuck and me, Adam. I know, sold the farm. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then the bride's come back to me, left it at my door, giving me all this abuse and I eventually <laughs> I, I just had to deny. I was like, "That isn't what happened. I don't know why she would say that." And she's like, "Well, they were together." And I was like, "Well, that something along the lines of I don't know why you'd be taking the words of a, a girl who will sleep with someone on the first night <laughs> <laughs> imagine trying to take the moral high ground uh, <laughs> just, just panicking <laughs> brutally that's amazing oh, fucking that hell. is amazing yeah, I remember that's... you telling me about that I'm like Adam uh, fucking hell man there was a couple of pints involved maybe a couple I of just... pints 
Aye, I'm sure he's hammered. I don't know what he's like. I don't know what he's like. Yeah, but this is what really happened, eh? Just, <laughs> yeah. I can just imagine yeah. it. <laughs> Do you want a drink? Hi, I'm Adam. Like, where should we go? Oh, I just need to get this off my chest. My bro- <laughs> <laughs> it's maybe the old trick, you know, if I tell you a secret, they'll trust me. Yeah. Oh. And I might score later. <laughs> and he did, it worked. I'm well, happy it for him. worked, didn't it? Good on you, Adam. Hi. Virtual high five, Adam. Well uh. well played. And if they're listening. <laughs> I, I, know. I can't believe you would believe guys just making stories up on a podcast. <laughs> I know. Uh, alleged, this is. We'll say it's all yeah, alleged. Alleged. mm-hmm. allegedly. Uh, what's, the, what's the There She Goes story? There She Goes. This is, this is probably less. Maybe less funny, it was just awkward. It was another kind of office moment. We're just in the middle of a song in, uh, in Dunfermline. What's that one by the golf course in Dunfermline? Can't remember, but you play you play at a fireplace and either side of the fireplace is some French doors look out onto the car park. Mm-hmm. And so we've got our back to that. So if you're facing the band, you can kind of see out into the car park as well. In the uh, middle of playing a song. And... Granny keels over half. Well, uh, uh, everybody assumes she's dead uh, when she falls over on the dance floor. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know this. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, the, the wee girl starts screaming, Granny! And everybody stops, and then next thing, people are giving her CPR and whatnot. And <laughs> Fucking like, Holy shit, they phone an ambulance, and the ambulance turns up and they take her out. And. I don't remember her being taken out. Maybe we'd sort of left the that, that that ballroom bit, or maybe just the dance floor. I don't remember her leaving, but I remember that we were outside after having had an impromptu like fifty minute to an hour break at the start of the night. We were and we're thinking it's over, so we we're like, this is a nightmare for her, but this is uh, money for nothing tonight. Now that's heartless. I don't mean that, but we did think that. And everybody <laughs> did, <laughs> but then, so but I, but you, you won't think me heartless when you hear this. <laughs> so the she's Granny gets taken out to the ambulance, which is in the car park, and they just don't leave for whatever reason. She's getting treatment in the ambulance. She must be better. And the bride comes out. Can you imagine what has happened to the atmosphere in this room mm. after an hour of grandkids crying? Oh. It was a wee granddaughter dancing with her granny at the time oh, when Jesus she fell over. Jesus. It was honestly, it was, oh, it was grim. Then the bride comes out and goes, Right, she's fine, she's just had too much to drink, so I need you to get in there and get everybody going again. Oh, great, just like, great, that pressure. Uh, they just sort of looked at her like, Really? Do you think? Is it not just to put a playlist on? It's just... Uh, we, I think she could see that we thought it was in bad taste. <laughs> just like, oh, God. And uh, so I we couldn't think what to play to get everybody going. So while we stood there and Granny's right behind us in plain sight in the ambulance. Oh, of course. Oh, my God. Uh, so so we, we just played... We played There She Goes to go back <laughs> on. <laughs> Did you actually? Oh, was that? We did, yeah. Oh, we did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good song. That was a good Brilliant. song. Okay, it's a tune. Um, and once I start the intro, there's nothing they can do. That's <laughs> <laughs> him hemmed in. Hemmed in with no option. That's right. Uh, oh, I guess you had. What was the last one, mate? There's a fourth one. Uh, the fire started at Grand Central right, Station. Well, we may as well get, go for a, a really a quadruple story. Nah, why not? 
you, you guys loaded out of Grand Central before. Oh, right. oh God, of course. Yes. Can you think oh, of goodness. the bit when you're just about to get out onto the street and there's a slight down ramp and there's a wee chicane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're all, we've almost loaded everything out on a night that was kind of, it was like a slow starter and then a bit of a, a quiet end. But the middle bit was good. We'd known it had been a good night, but too many kids early on and then they booked it till one and they didn't quite have the steam to take it all the way you know um mm. but it was a, it was probably it was a solid seven out of ten, six and a half out of ten of a night nothing nothing to write home about but we we're leaving our heads held high and uh <laughs> <laughs> as we were just about finished loading out we had the trolley and i had probably a couple of things on it like an amp and a guitar on top of that and maybe a couple other things and it was just a bit heavy going down the the wee gradual ramp and as I was turning that wee left right and there's an upright wall in front of you it kind of got away from me the trolley that is and it just sort of swung a bit to the right and I was like oh if I pull it back the stuff will fall off the end I'll just take a wee Uh dunt off the wall to slow me down Uh but I couldn't see it there was a fire alarm right on the corner of that wall and so it's gone straight into it set the alarm off I'm like oh shit so I've run back up and someone's coming down it's like look it's just me I've hit that there coming down here look it's a complete accident it's a silly place thing and if you go there now you'll notice they've got a wooden frame around it so that can't happen um, but uh, so we, and they're like you'll just have to go get out and we're like ah oh, this has been a big a long night mate we've just got a couple more things we're just going to finish up no, <laughs> this gives a minute Aye. so we packed the last of the stuff up Two, maybe 10 minutes get the rest of it in and we're out and as we were out we're like oh should we go drive round and see because we'd seen where the fire engines were going we'll drive round to the front and see and as we got round all the guests are out also the, a lot of the people from the hotel were out which was a bummer but the the bride's getting picked up by firemen and she's getting uh, she's like on the on the as I remember it she was kind of on the side of the fire engine and getting photos and it looked good fun so so we tooted and waved as we went by but that was that was the worst thing we could have done (laughs) because the next day when she complained (laughs) it was it was that the band set it off and then came by waving and laughing i was like oh that's a bit but i mean she had a price there was a price that we could have paid her that would have totally made that okay for her basically aye but she'd gone straight to to avoid the complaint of course she has no 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 she'd already already complained but she's just like I can't believe that happened we want a refund it's like what what?" and then then she started bringing up all these other things that are completely normal she's like on the break the band just sat at the bar it's like what what? (laughs) 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 Uh, and and then she even said at the end of the night I mean the envelope that we'd paid them with was just discarded I'm going to frame it Jesus I frame them all crazy, I know <laughs> I, that's, we were saying like, oh it's annoying it was a it was a slow starter and it was a slow finish so that pissed us off because we're like uh, oh now you're making all these things that would be kind of yeah. normal it just sound yeah. much worse mm, uh, except for money back and even to like smiling and waving while she's getting photos taken, Aye. you know. Did she wave uh, back at the time? I thought so, but then I don't really. Never I don't know, but I was actually. F- I was, yeah, I was filming it on my phone at the time, and 
I was going to put it on our Facebook because it was interesting, d- and I didn't think it was. I didn't. It was. A, shit, it was an accident, yeah. and nothing bad had happened. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't, because then mm. when she complained that next day, I was like, "Oh dear." See if you'd done it that night, though, I don't think she would have complained because she wouldn't have had a leg to stand on, and she would have knew that. See if that video had went up the night right after the you know the the wedding. If you had put that her up celebrating, she's going to look like a fanny ah, coming right. on the next day going. Oh, well, I was pretty pissed off with the band doing all that, you know. But I would just like to categorically state on this podcast, if she's listening, you're a (laughs) (laughs) You've got so much better stories than us. I know. So much better stories than us, Parker. I suppose you've been doing it a lot longer than us as well. Yeah, Uh, it's a bunch of stuff goes on. When when you turn up and there's people drinking for eight hours, (laughs) (laughs) stuff happens. Which celebrities have we had a brush with at gigs? Where mm. do you go first, Parker? Uh-huh. I've been making lists this week. Wow. You must have a really long um, celebrity list. Ah, not really. And it is a who's who of who is who. Who is that? Nah, you'll like a couple of these. Um, Tom Boyd. Hey, hey. Really? I had, I had Tommy Boyd at uh, Glen Eagles one night. Uh, nice. Craig Gordon. Craig Gordon. Ooh, and just went to he wasn't. He wasn't playing at the time though. Mind that time he was out of football for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, bad injury. Yeah, so it was then yeah. he had. He just had a wee girl. He just spent the whole night on the dance floor with her. His wee daughter. How tall is he? Is he really, really tall? Aye, and, big guy, aye. really big boy. Really, just looked like. A child, though he's the most baby-faced big guy you've ever seen. Yeah. He's nice. still at that. Aye, is he? Aye, Very much so. Aye. Uh, we we played. You know, remember Kirk Broadfoot? <laughs> God, the guy that put an egg in a microwave. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> what? I just remember it. he broke Antonio Valencia's ankle against Man right. United. Did we? we played his wedding. Oh, really? You played <laughs> Kirk's wedding? Aye. Uh, but, somewhere. Wow. Was it, uh, that must have been like a, a big fancy event. It was just. It was actually just nice. It wasn't. Uh, wasn't like gypsy wedding or anything. It was. Ah, it looked good. And the the only person we saw there that we recognised was Stephen Naismith. Uh, of we couldn't recognise any. There must have been other footballers there, but we just didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were not up to speed, and uh, that was all right. His missus was so kind. Like she was really nice. I used to do a photo booth as well. We called it the Franco photo booth. And uh, uh-huh. we had that along there that night. And so I, sp- I spoke to her more than I would normally speak to a bride and groom. And she just couldn't have been nicer. He was cool as well. He was really, really nice. Uh, and then we did Stephen. We saw Stephen Naismith again because we played his sister's wedding. Uh, maybe he was a recommendation then? Uh, maybe, aye. He, I mean, he didn't. never said... Even looked our way, but he <laughs> 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 was uh, Carol Smiley more recently. Oh, nice, Carol Smiley. Oh, aye. I got booked last minute one afternoon for an acoustic gig in you know Archer Field in Musselburgh. It's like oh, a no. golf course, and I'd never done acoustic before. Never done it on my own, or but the money was really good, and it was that night, and I was free. I was like, aye, all right, give it a bash, and I got there, and it. Turned out it was uh, a very small golf day for Ronan Keaton and a bunch of his pals. I was like, oh, right. And so 
they set out a few tables for dinner like five or six small tables and then one what seemed like a top table and just in the middle of the top table instead of a like a place for food they stuck a mic stand and they were like you just stand there and sing songs at them i was like you fucking kidding me <laughs> i don't i had no dynamics to sing acoustically or anything i was just doing songs from our set i was just busking it anyway and uh and then I'm sat up there and oh, so Alan Shearer walked in and sat beside me. I was like, holy shit, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alan McAnally, Willie Thorne, you know, the snooker mm-hmm. player just oh, died. Oh, Willie Thorne, yeah. And, yeah, uh, he was a great snooker player, Willie. There was, was a few others, I think, uh, like a talk sport host, I can't remember her name. Alan Brazil? Oh, it's <laughs> nah, it's a big tall blonde. I don't know if she still does talk sport, but she plays is golf. Is that not Douglas' daughter? Oh, no. I don't know. But then, so... But, I had to sit and even wow. like as I was dying a death while they were trying to eat their dinner, I'm just standing there singing songs. It was a nightmare. And Shearer <laughs> goes to me at one point, he goes, Do you want to maybe just hold off for a wee bit? I was like, Yes, thank you. <laughs> so went away. But by the end of the night, they were all just up and I remember at one point having uh Ronan Keaton on one side and Alan Shearer on the other, like both arms around us singing into the same mic, doing uh dancing in the dark. And as as it was even happening, I was like, I just never going to have the stones to ask anyone here for a photograph. I'm just going to have to explain this for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, a uh, cool story. That was that was a f- better than average evening uh, for me. Uh, it was exciting. It don't that doesn't happen every day, does it? No. no. What about you, Neil? You must have played a few celebrities' weddings, mate. Uh, not their weddings as such. Oh, aye, sorry. Met sort of people there. Um, it was uh, Greg. Greg, what's his name? Hemp, Hempful. Uh, still oh, game. Still uh, game. Yeah, he was at one of the weddings. He, he just came and shattered us for ages. It was quite nice actually. Please tell me he went up to the bar and went two pints prick. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't meet with the bar. He came with the band, which was quite nice. But uh, no, um, no, I've not. There's not been that many. And if there has, I probably wouldn't know their name. To be honest, I would know their face, but I'm terrible with names. Uh, but. Uh, the only other of note was not really a, a wedding at all, but it was in box most of the time. But it was a uh, what's his name, Paolo Nettini. So he's uh, aye. aye. So that I was seen you playing with him actually. Well, one of the uh, times, maybe maybe both. Is it twice you came up? Uh, three times now. Three I times now. You think it's a habit, but it's not. It was just the most randomest acquaintance. Every time he he came, we were on, and he came up and played with us. So. Um, everyone did you not go back to his house for a jam or something we went back to his, his it wasn't his house it was a studio like he's, he rents a space down in um, oh, where is it now down next to, it's like next to the Sloan's um, it's like round about oh, there right. but actually randomly I said no <laughs> so Gibby oh. you know Gibby he went uh-huh. um, with uh, John and I think Steve as well, as well. and uh, by the he started jamming new stuff with them and wanted to jam and record it but apparently he was uh he was on well he was on a lot and uh, he got really angry um, at some really? point and then he picked up his, his whiskey glass and he, he threw it at Gibby <laughs> uh, on the drums yeah, for, for no apparent reason and that's when they all decided oh shit's just got real we didn't realise wow. <laughs> we don't really know what's going on I, I'm that's just hearing right. this from them uh, after I'd have kicked his cunt aye, so <laughs> flinging a whiskey glass aye, at your fucking no, prick aye, 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 but to be honest he's actually sound as a, he's a sound as a pound he was just steaming then maybe at the time well he was telling me he was telling me a huge story about uh I don't know one of his 
uh, gigs in the States and he was like flying high above himself and seeing himself way down there on the biggest trippies of his life and that and it was, I mean it was <laughs> I was just and it was funny because everyone there was a few people um around that were like oh yeah 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 and I was looking at like uh, my missus and we were kind of looking at each other and we're like what is he on about <laughs> everyone's trying to soak it in and try and get a part of it and we were just like I did so we were trying to take it really seriously you know <laughs> but ach, it was just that was alright it's good must be nice to have some sycophants around you when you tell a story, though, eh? Aye, oh. aye. That's like Spanko in the van when he tells a story. Aye. Like, oh, really, yeah. really, really? Aye. That's amazing, Spanko. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? You can keep your Alan Shearers. You can fucking stick your pill and a teeny up your ass because we've been tweeted by Jim Spence. Who is Jim Spence again? Who is Jim Spence? How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you, man? Jim Spence is the highest paid. <laughs> I don't know if he is, but he's um, he's the ginger guy in Sports Sound on BBC Scotland. Right. Do you mean Jim Spence, the Scottish sports broadcaster from Dundee, uh, yeah. who works for BBC that's Scotland? A, that's the very one. That's the very one. That's the nightly football Drake. magazine, ninety minutes on BBC Radio. <laughs> I believe was it from two thousand four till two thousand six. Wow, wow. That's Jim Spence, no, it's yeah. incredible. Uh, and he goes to Hamilton Racecourse. No, Hamilton. Um, where was it? Perth races, because that's where he's seen us play. That was cool. That was a highlight of my career. That's well, nothing else has happened no. to Boris. <laughs> Spencer just need to do. Uh, we have actually got another couple of genuine celebrities that we had brushes with. Um, but I don't know if you remember the time that Grant Stott, the famous Grant Grant Stott. No, I don't know anything about this. For a, I think this is a, a lie. Business card. This is a lie, man. <laughs> this is a guy that looked like Grant Stott. Nobody told me about no, this it's true. when it was happening. We played the STV. Remember we played STV in like, the office? Aye, but I, and at the end of it... Are you sure aye, it was happening? 100%. And at the end of it, I can aye. remember seeing Sean Batty. I remember seeing she him there? and a couple. Uh, he was down the, the stair bit, yeah, just when we got out the lift. But I can't, can't remember, cannot remember seeing stock coming up. I was, I was car. in the car park. I think what it was basically we were packing up, oh, having a spawn a fag or whatever, and he uh, he was standing waiting for his yeah. taxi awkwardly next to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you were a bad, weren't you? Oh, you were really good. Please give us a card. I'll use that for Roach later. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, but uh, Kieran Tierney, by the way, in the tavern. Ah, I forgot about that. That's KT. a good one. Yeah, that was a good KT, one. KT, yeah. And our mate, who was other? Celtic young guy. I remember you got a four with a guy, but I don't know what his name was either. Can I remember? I KT in the tavern. He used to stone in the tavern all the time, didn't he? They'll not do that now. He's down in Soho, mm-hmm. ripping it up down in London. By uh-huh. the way, ripping it up. Uh-huh. Can, can I ask you a serious question, Parker? Um, uh-huh. Does please t- I hope this is yes to this? Does Spankle get abused as much when he deps with you guys <laughs> as he <laughs> does when he really plays with nice. us? But the thing uh-huh. is, nah, they're all really nice to me when I'm there. Are Hi. they? Are you guys Very nice, nice to, to him? That's fucking need yeah. to stop that. <laughs> he's, he's our Mark. He's our Mark. Aye. Uh, you guys have been pals a long time. I played my first ever gig with Mark, I think. Is that the goggle gig? That was no. way before the goggles. <laughs> way before the goggles, aye. Is that, well, we did, we did goggle the, We did the Christmas show, Carnoustie High School. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Right, we did. Absolutely tore, tore it up, Mark, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. It? Yeah, I kept forgetting to play the G in the middle of the Don't Look Back in Anger. Oh, is that the G? Aye. 
<laughs> Craig Kerr shouting, G! <laughs> I can remember going to see his, and was it Fat Sam's, when Mike Sparks were doing a gig? Um, and me and Mayor went up and booked a hotel up in Dundee. <laughs> and we walked into... It was Fat Sam's, wasn't it? It was a big church. It was a big church like venue. A, it was Shepherd for the gig going. It was in a big what? sort of old... Uh, oh, I think it was, like I, was it called Honor East at the time or something? I can't remember or, what it was called, actually. Or the church or something. Uh, it was Aye. like a church. It was a great big venue. It was a beautiful big venue. Aye. And he's was playing with a few other bands. And me and Merv went and got an Indian. And then stood it down and you guys were setting up... In fact, these were coming on, we're I think, playing. to play. I was playing with us. Yeah, he was yeah. on keyboard. Aye. And then um, Mark played like a few notes for a sound check, and the place was quite quiet. Somebody shouted, Caulfield's gay! <laughs> I was fucking Craig and, Beckett. And, was, and it was wasn't it, in a sound check, know. that was when the whole place was full. No, the between tunes. There was about 3,000 people there. Aye. <laughs> oh, that was so good, man. It was a busy gig, eh? Yeah, can I just say you sounded that excellent great, that right? night. It was really well, had good. Phil man. played with us that night as well, didn't That's he? right, yeah. Uh, That's right, yeah. Uh, which celebrities have we had a brush with personally? I've got a good one for that. Uh, it's Usher. I've met Usher. Oh, Usher. what? Usher. How can you, Merv, how can you not know this story? How did you meet Usher? I don't remember. I'm working in it. Have tell this story a hundred uh, million in, times. Working in Timberland? Timberland shop. I've never heard this. Oh, right, uh, working in the Timberland shop and he and uh, he walked in. I just I was kind of, kind of talking to Natalie back in the day when I worked in the Timberland shop on Buchanan Street and there was a gentleman over there and Natalie's like, that's fucking Usher. I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, it's fucking Usher. And I'm like, Holy shit, so it is. And he was asking for, oh, I have these in a size 10 or whatever. I'm not going to do his accent. Is that what he sounded uh, like? No, <laughs> I think you get in trouble for doing accents now. So uh, uh, so I don't know how much oh, I can do this story. Oh, but man, I've got I didn't even hear accents. The pair of size 10 or whatever they were, uh, big pair of boots. And he was in for ages, man, talking all sorts of shit. He was asking questions about, because he was playing in the hydro that night. And he's like, what's the local um, lingo for... Uh, Women, so I can I can address all the women in the crowd. What was it you call them? And he asked, and he asked and I, I was like, "Bird, mate, bird." You call him. He's like, "What?" See if a guy's asking, "What is it a fair female?" I'm like, "Bird, mate." He's like, "Bird." I'm like, "Aye, bird." B U R D bird. I'm like, "No, it's B I R D." I fucking think to myself and I B U R D bird 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 right all that kind of thing. Aye, mate, bird B U R D bird. So uh, were, that was my that was my brush with Usher. He was an extremely nice guy, extremely nice guy. His wife looked a wee bit older than him, but she was absolutely stunning. Uh, but I, yeah, nice guy. Nice. Usher was a nice. Did guy. you say that to him? That. <laughs> she looks a bit older, mate, but she's you're, fucking stunning. You're beautiful. You're these are right. <laughs> I can't believe that you thought the spelling was the, the wrong thing about that story. I can't believe I just spelled bird wrong. Why are you calling ladies birds? That's what he was and asking. What the he would, as a cheeky? What would be a cheeky word if I was cheeky word? referring to if a guy was referring to <laughs> a woman? There's no way Usher walked into Timberland and Glasgow and says Spanko. What's a wee cheeky word? No, for not. But what he's saying? What's a kind of colloquial kind of a wee bit cheeky kind of word yeah. for referring to a woman from a guy? And I tell him that. I. That's an impressive story. Mm-hmm. What words went through your head? When he asked you that, oh, no, I just said bird. I just, just said bird straight away. I was quite nervous, man. It's it. fucking Usher. I'm like, uh, of course. Bird, bird, mate, bird. Uh, B U R D, bird. 
and he's typing it in his phone B-U-R-D oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he must have said it he must have went because he was going on and said can I hear from all the birds in the audience tonight so he must have said that in the hydro <laughs> <laughs> where's my birds at <laughs> where's my birds that at that was my fault if you were at that uh, anyone listening was at the Usher concert in 2014 uh, there must be a live recording I need to find this out Aye, that'd be amazing Aye, that, definitely. Yeah. I hope he looked at his phone as he was saying it where's all my birds at Bur- bird <laughs> <Aye>. everybody's heard <laughs> there you go that's my that's my big one I shall that'll not be beat that's a good story I know it's definitely not going to mean they're all terrible mines are all like Z list and they're all related to Celtic so <laughs> well I meet them all through Celtic so I met Tony Roper uh-huh. Jamesy Cotter on the way to um, Poland one. he was on my flight I also met David Heyman do you know David Who's Heyman Quite a big Scottish actor. Um, he's got in quite a lot of stuff. The now uh, met him at the infamous Barcelona game two one. Me and Keen were in the the boxes and he was sitting beside us. So I two Z listers. I can't beat Spankles. Yeah, I should have got a fucking try. Just quite a. He's, he's above Z list in Scotland, definitely. Yeah, so nowadays, Mertz. Well, nineteen ninety three. Is he not? I think for people our age, would he's like a Jim Spence, isn't he? <laughs> he's a good really he's bad. a good solid <laughs> mid-range celebrity <laughs> and uh, David Heyman he was in Just Your Luck in 1972 oh here he goes giggling Accent. again <laughs> <laughs> ah. I bet I bet yeah, twice I've got his autograph. Um, the guy uh, that's from Braveheart the, he's actually Scottish but he plays the Irish guy in Braveheart I've met him uh, like I know f- who you mean. three times maybe it's my island do you, do you remember, you know in Braveheart, those, the two wee guys that go, I didn't come here to die for these bastards. <laughs> and and that, when they're talking, when they're waiting to go for the fight. Do you remember them? Yeah. He, he, the, the, the guy, he was just recently in Ozark, wasn't he? And then the wee guy. And uh, we saw, we were in that O'Neill's in Merchant City watching, I think it was Scotland against France that night, James McFadden scored that screamer. Mm. And, uh, yeah. and those two were in together. And I was like, oh, this is brilliant. I can't, the, the two guys from Braveheart are here. We're singing all the songs. <laughs> David O'Hara, who's also in The Departed. Tell my mum I won't be coming home oh. for supper. That guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I met oh, him okay. twice. In the, I served him twice in the Timmel shop, and then I served him in the pub when he was watching an old farm mm-hmm. as well. Amazing. Uh, and he was on, and he's in Harry Potter as well, one of the Harry Potters, and I seen him in Harry Potter that night because he was on the telly. He was a very yeah. nice guy, very nice guy. I met, I met somebody from Lord of the Rings. Who's the wee Scottish guy that stays in Blanter for Lord of the Rings? Uh, Billy. Is it Billy? Oh, Boyd him, or something. Billy Boyd, yep. Uh, Billy Boyd. Uh, That's him. I met him getting into a spar and he came out with a nice lolly. <laughs> I think he's in a band. I think he's got a... I heard that actually as well. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Quite a strange looking guy in real life, Billy Boyd. Quite, he's proportionally wrong. <laughs> he's kind of like a hobbit, <laughs> isn't he? He's like a wee guy. Aye, <laughs> well, maybe he's I was just seeing that in the mind's eye. <laughs> We're going on a journey to the spa <laughs> for an ice bowl. <laughs> it was a fab. Oh, fab! I'll never forget. Yeah. Fab. Yeah. I love them. Neil, you must have uh, met a celebrity rather than Palantini. Uh, well, actually, the only one that I've really actually met is uh, Ali McCoist. Oh, 
That's really oh yes, yeah. that's a good one. Right, but except <laughs> except it go, it's it's better though. It gets better because it was like an uh, it was sort of like a fives uh, charity match where there was all like a key player from there was a uh, I can't remember from Celtic who was there now, um, but there was there was quite a few few teams in that and we were all kind of in them. Yeah. But it was a. Uh, he showed up with his his misses and these two big Dobermans and uh, uh, not Dobermans. What the what the big dogs called? Uh, no, not bigger. Like the really tall ones, like the horses. Great Danes. Great Danes. Great Danes. Great Danes. Great Danes. Mm. So he had two of those. He came and then he kind of handed to his wife and he came and played and uh, and then we all went after and we all were into a shower. So we're all we're all in a shower with Ali McCoist. We were shy and turning away because he was literally tan from Heb to knob and just like it was just it was it was something a bit bizarre bizarre I need to ask Neil I need mm-hmm. to ask was he parking he was oh he was like an elephant he, he, he knew it he was just talking away and swinging away and we were kind of hiding ourselves because we were all really white and uh, he was so gutted to hear that yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> I would say to the end he's foreskin but he doesn't have one so that's, that's as much as I know oh, I never knew that <laughs> Uh, uh, we're going to do Would You Rather and I've got a new jingle this week yep. okay yep. right so I'm better than that would you rather have feet or a basketball would you rather have teeth or a house to call your own this have a game or would you rather would you rather that makes absolutely no sense there you go. <laughs> Remember that time we spoke about um, not making the podcast into a cheesy radio? Yeah, show? I went full <laughs> Buna cheese, <laughs> 1950s jingle. I just came, it came to me in the kitchen, so I'm like, I'm just going to record that. Fuck it. No, it's very Adam Buxton. I like it. Yeah, that's what's going right, for. Absolutely. Good. Nice harmonies. Thanks. <laughs> Made absolutely no sense. <laughs> <laughs> See? Would you rather. Celebrity suspicious special. Um number one, would you rather be a Z list celebrity celebrity or an A list <laughs> serial killer? And the first question always goes to the guest, Craig. A A-list, A-list celebrity or a Z list. A Z list celebrity or, or an A list serial killer. Can you just say celebrity uh, for us? Would you rather be a Z list celebrity <laughs> or an A list serial killer? <laughs> Craig. I have recurring dreams about having killed people and I hate it. So I'm going to go Zedless Celebrity. You've had recurring dreams mm. about killing people? I never do the killing, but I know that I've killed people. Oh. Interesting. Is it the so same? It's never the same dream. No, it's just like always the same vibe that, oh, I've killed people. I can't let anyone know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's, not, it's not worth it. So the dream's about hiding. To how am I going to hide the fact I've just killed folk? Exactly. Let's not read into it. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Neil, Z- I think we should be doing the actual serial killer test on him. To be fair, I I think, yeah, I'm <laughs> thinking that. <laughs> uh, well, definitely a Z list. There's no point in being on a list because you'd be on the run all the time. So, Merv, I feel like there's only one answer. Yeah. Z list celebrity, but. <laughs> I mean, I said what's celebrity. <laughs> you sound like you, you sound like that's the only one you can say. I no, I have to say that. A-list serial killers are very famous people, aren't they? Yes. 
Like they're well talked infamous. about. If you, if you want, they're infamous. Aye. I suppose it's the easiest way of becoming famous. To kill a bunch of folk. Mm. But they, they're not also. Are they also dead though? Is, is there well, most A-list die. Serial killers are dead, aren't they? Most yeah. of them. But so you need, know you of. need to be dead to be A-list. Then is that? Is that the protocol? Aye, uh, they're a bit like artists. Probably, mm. aye. Their stuff, their stuff only sells after they die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David? <laughs> Jim Spence or Ted Bundy? It's a hard call, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> um, well, that's the alternative, right? I'm going to go the serial oh, killer. Knew it. Just, just to get rid of some folk. All right. Nothing more, nothing less. I'll name them next week right, on the okay. podcast. <laughs> Tune in next week, folks, and find out who's... Wait a minute, is that, is that before or after you've killed them? <laughs> <laughs> well, you might hear on the news before the next <laughs> podcast, but... No, nah, I think it'd be quite... Ted Bundy looked like a... Almost like a rock star that the PK's killing. I mean, don't get me wrong, the killing factor's a bit wrong, but... He seemed to be driving about the coast, having a good time. <laughs> I mean, if the job's got its downsides. Aye, aye, that's it, you know. <laughs> the blood and guts. So, yes, A-list. He's A-list celebrity for me, I think. I don't think I could kill any, anybody. Physically. Probably not powerful enough. <laughs> could drug them, something like that. Mm. Size of those fingers, you could do some damage. I know. <laughs> Could just choke them to death. Pinky. Finger them to death. Aye. <laughs> One finger in their mouth. <laughs> Would you rather only play Ed Sheeran songs at gigs or only watch Loose Women on TV forever? Uh, <laughs> we'll go, uh, choice, we'll go to Mer first for that one. I would need to be... That's your idea of hell. I, I mean, hell I don't like Loose Women at all, but... Um, the show, well, but, <laughs> on TV, you mean? But... <laughs> Um, I, d- I don't think I'd fancy just playing Ed Sheeran although some mates too do just play Ed Sheeran songs all the time but um, nah I would need to be I, d- I don't think I would be into just playing the same I know we play the same songs but I wouldn't be into just playing the same songs by the same person every gig forever I would yeah. rather just no bother that's the good thing about doing covers like this they're not a tribute band you can mix it up a wee bit so yeah. I, I, I uh, watching Lost Women, Lost Women. I would rather Craig I'm playing Ed Sheeran all day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe the lack of gratitude you've got towards <laughs> <it>. Ed. <laughs> He's put this industry on the map. What he would has. we be playing if it wasn't for it? There's nothing left. True, but it's true. Very true. Skrillex. One <laughs> 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 <My> guitars. <laughs> and then it keeps the guitar thing going, I suppose. That's one, mm, one exactly. thing. Exactly. Plus, I've only heard three of his songs. There's be a whole new world for me. <laughs> Neil, I, I probably edge here as well to be fair because I would probably, regardless of how shitty it might be, I still play rather than watch TV. So that's, that's probably my answer. Nobody said they were shit, Neil. That's your no, opinion. No, I'm, I'm only kidding. He's already a banger, so uh, <laughs> that's right. I... <laughs> He's on the fish list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> David. I definitely lose women. I, would, I don't think it's that bad, to be honest. I quite like some of it. Oh, here he goes. Brownie points again. <laughs> Brownie points again. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. I just think it's good that they've got somewhere to have a voice. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> mate. I'm just speaking for my sisters and the suffragettes. Right, all out right. There. so yeah, are I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I would say lose women as well, by the way. I would say lose women as well. Why? Because I think that uh, you know that way 
I think there's a what's the if you're held captive and you start what's the what's that effect? Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, you probably start if you're held captive to one watching one TV program, you probably end up enjoying it because of the Stockholm syndrome. Same applies. That could be the same with Ed Sheeran. Ah, no, but Uh. (laughs) I'd rather keep it fresh what we're playing, I think. I think. Hmm. That's a good good point. You mean Ed Sheeran's got no boobies? That's what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Be honest. (laughs) You man Man (laughs) pick. (laughs) Mark, man pick coffee. Um, Number three. Would you rather be on Big Brother or The X Factor? And I'll go to you first, David. I would definitely be on Big Brother. Because by this time, I will be an A-list serial killer. <laughs> every single fucking one of them is getting it. Every one of them. They'll just turn on, it'll be day two. So he has murdered everybody. And that'll be the end of Big Brother forever and ever. Amen. But don't get me wrong, X-Factor needs bind as well, didn't it? It's the same format over and over and over again. So... I am going to say Big Brother, just fractionally, so I can kill him. <laughs> Craig? Oh, Big Brother, easy. Easy. I, I when In the early days, I loved it. Absolutely could not get enough of probably the first four series of Big Brother. Sometimes still walk about pretending it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I think it holds you to a certain standard. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sit up straight, don't let the gut hang. That's yeah, it. true, true. They've had some strange fucking individuals in that mm-hmm. house though as well. I was watching one of the programmes that shows you over the years the big aye. you know, the big things and stuff and oh, they've had some strange aye, people. That, Remember the blind guy? Mikey Scottish aye. guy. Men they get scalped in the head with something. That's the funniest thing that I've ever seen in my life. This blind guy just sitting at the edge of a pool and they were throwing like tennis balls or something about and he gets scalped in the head with one and he obviously did not know what the fuck was going on so he lost a rag. Have you ever seen so, that? No. Need to see that man. Oh, there the- was um, another Scottish guy in it. I don't know what his name was but he was like a... Cameron. I think he had blonde hair and he was like, if I remember right, he was like a muscle guy type. Vibe. Jason, oh, right. that call. but he yeah. was talking about the model miners at one point, and I was saying, "This That's is right. <laughs> what a guy's on the telly just chatting away <laughs> something about the model miners." It's like the weirdest thing, but I can quite distinctively remember that. That's not as dramatic as your thing, Sony, but it's still quite <laughs> out there in a way. If you know the model miners, see what Parker was saying. I was quite, I was quite an avid fan right I through liked a few first few right? years as well, and I can remember it was the first time that you could put on E4 and watch it like twenty four hours a day. Oh yeah, or well, it wasn't like twenty four hours, but you know it was on it a lot. Aye. You would just put it on, and it wasn't like edited. It was maybe two minutes behind. Mm-hmm. You know, it was that was the first time you could actually, you know, the goggle box syndrome, I suppose, uh-huh. where you were just watching people being people. Mm. It was weird. I think it was from like it. ten o'clock or eleven o'clock or something. Yeah. It was just on the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. It was. I, I remember watching that for hours and hours and hours and end. Like, wow. Why the hell was I watching that shit? <laughs> you know, and nothing ever good came of mm. it. Neil, Big Brother, X Factor. Uh probably Big Brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. For no other reason than just it's better than X Factor, so X Factor. They <coughs> actually, I heard a thing on a podcast the other day um, that they, they, you sign a waiver when you go into X Factor saying they're allowed to edit you in any way oh, they want. Yeah. So you could answer a question that was question two, but they'll edit that answer into question six 
to make you look like a complete fucking moron. Sorry. And you sign your rights away to do yeah. that. I think Imagine you can see that it. when you're watching it. Uh, I, I think know. you can see those weird reactions. You're like, you do. you're not that gullible. I know. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. gormless, you know, that sort of. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Imagine. It's just the same format all the time as well, though, isn't no, it? It's fucking dull. Merv, Big Brother X Factor. Aye, uh, Big Brother. I don't. If I was genuinely having a go on one, I would, my worst nightmare would be going to X Factor and going up and singing a song in front of somebody. Even more than Big Brother, so I, I'd go with Big Brother. But you could get invited over to Lou Walsh's house, Merv. Uh, I'll, I'll stick I mean. with Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, for me it's Big Brother and this is a weird thing to say as a person that sings for money sometimes um, but I'd rather folk were watching me doing four, nightmare, uh, five shits a day in Big Brother than aye. singing on a stage aye. in front of the fucking cunts aye singing in front of people is actually horrible. my idea of a <laughs> horrible time but it's not the same when you're playing in a band nah like it, it doesn't feel like the no, same thing. No, you're not thing, under the microscope. You know what I mean? Folk oh, are there doing aye. their own thing. But if That's why acoustic sets are they're aye, a little bit more difficult. You know, microscopy and X-Factory. Difficult. I don't fancy doing what you do with the, you know, the fiddle and that. That's oh, like that, oh, no, mate. Try spotlight. it. It could not be easier. You just strum chords and some mega-talented girl on a violin. Just I will, gonna, I suppose. I've never, I've never been so anonymous. It's awesome. Aye, she's decent as well. I've uh-huh. heard some of the videos. She's cracking, and it's I've I've got other girls that do it as well when she's not available, and they're brilliant. And it's like, oh, that's, aye, that's talent that I don't have. I can just sit and strum. Honestly, it's absolutely <laughs> dynamite. <laughs> Would you rather be stuck in a lift with Donald Trump, or go shopping with Kim Kardashian? And that goes to Neil first. <laughs> oh, Donald Trump, absolutely. Oh, Richie. Absolutely. Wow. The, the, the questions yeah. that I would get to ask him and finally get an answer, I think mm. I would. That would be much better than talking absolute drivel with Kim Kardashian. I think as well. I'm be, I'm I'm reading too much <clears throat> of this. I think as well, though, mind you. But the, do you think that it could be the plot of the financial, you know, masters of the world, who he's actually meant to be the guy that's bringing them down, and this is why he's getting all the bad press, or is he a dumpling? You know Absolutely. I mean? He's not. Uh, you know I mean? He's not a dumb one. He, he might be. He might be. You know the genius that everybody's been waiting for. And they're trying to debunk him massively. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But he does sound like a fucking dumb mm-hmm. one half the time when you hear him. No, you. I would. I would. You don't. Aye, I would go Donald Trump. Aye, I would. I would go Donald Trump as well. You don't get into the White House without. Um, if you don't get in there, if you're a dumb one, although he has a dumb one in a sense. I mean that. These things don't just happen by chance. Yeah, I would, I would like just to ask him one question, which would be, are you, is it an act or is it? Are you meaning it? Aye, you know what I mean? Aye, aye. Aye, that's that because once that, if that fits into place, then a lot of things would start to clear up. But I think you just need to watch that Netflix thing about him, and it's about his early days. He's exactly the same. Is he? Mate. A way back then, exactly mm-hmm. the same mannerisms, the same stuff. They attack one hundred percent of the time, just all out attack and. He's exactly the same 30, 40 years ago than he is right now. Aye, it's, uh, it's fucking half the stuff he says is nuts, mm. but you know, that thing with the bleach Madness. was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. It was as if, it, you've been in these situations before when you're talking shit and you know you're talking <laughs> shit and you can't come out yet. You know that way? You're like, I'm fucking <laughs> in this that? now. He's got that face on him when she, and that, 
doctor that's sitting there looking at him going, what the Aye. fuck are you saying? You can just see he's getting Aye. deeper and deeper and, and he's one of the guys that he's in a position of power and he's been a boss all his life and they feel that if they do stop talking then they lose the control and so he keeps going Aye. deeper and deeper. Oh, I remember watching it and, I, and it is like that, exactly what you say because before it he's just talking normally saying that so we know washing hands does well because we know soap so you rub it in your hands and it, it does well but it, now we're starting to look to see if we can get the soap in it, underneath the skin and that and he went in this soap <laughs> he just started oh, building up and building up and before he knew, probably before he knew it he knew himself he was saying it he's like that you know inject bleach <laughs> he just went for washing hands and injecting bleach that's just an example of a guy that's got no clue what he's talking about does he come back and say I sorry that was a mistake don't, don't inject bleach or did he I don't imagine they no, would. He kind of put I it on them. He, he was like, and I think Aye. we're looking into that. That'd be interesting. And then sort of Aye, handed over. <laughs> he looked towards them like, and they're just going, Aye. I know. The, the woman that's sitting there is yeah. probably like some sort of like highly intelligent, all sorts of degrees under the sun. You know, worked hard, amazing mind sitting there, just, you know, knowing the cameras are on her, just hoping the, the earth would swallow her up, like, get me out of here, you know, you feel sorry for her, mm-hmm. and people like that, the deal with these people. I know. Talking about um, Kardashian, though, did any of you read yesterday about Kanye's presidential candidate launch? Fucking hell. Is it actually doing it this time? <laughs> if he's not read what he said at this thing, oh my God, he's, he's genuinely have, the guy's bipolar, I'm led to believe, right? And I know a few people that are bipolar and he is, if this is true, but he said, i never seen the video, he's genuinely having like a manic um, episode of sorts because he was talking about Harriet Tubman, you know, the person, that bought, person, you know, was massively famous for freeing thousands of slaves. He said, aye, but she just gave them to other white people and he was talking about how God had stopped He's um, Kim getting a an abortion, and oh, it was just like really beyond belief stuff. He was on stage with a bulletproof vest on and all that. I just need to read it. It was only literally last night I was reading it when I was up in that Calendar, uh, when I was away for the weekend, and it was like crazy stuff. Real beyond, like people were leaving left, right, and centre, and it, it was meant to be cringeworthy, bad as it can be stuff. I can't believe he's never had I've seen a wee something. I saw the video. I never, read, I never really read it. Have you seen it, Craig? Is it I'm right enough that he said all oh, this kind of mad? Ah, that was that was pretty much it. He was saying uh, I had to look up uh, who Tubman was, but I think yeah. I think you were right. She before uh, slavery was abolished, she was smuggling them she out. Or a, thousands of them. Yeah, right? I don't know how she did it, but and you're you're right. She was involved in that, and then he said exactly what you said but then when he was talking about the something about abortions and about his daughter he was like crying while he's shouting yeah. it and ah, he was wearing like the security bulletproof vest he did he just kind of lost the plot I think but it also yeah. looked like it was a pretty small audience I don't really know what it didn't look Tiny. like when Trump does these rallies it's nothing like that well apparently they were saying it was so, so much a fuck up they never had a mic prepared for him he had to shout his stuff over he never had a podium right yeah you know and a, right. a lot of people had left you know this kind of stuff some people left but, in uh, the middle when he was saying that yeah I about the uh, the slavery stuff and all that but it just seems like a guy that's maybe needing a wee bit of intervention there you know no put in front of the world's fucking media mm. <laughs> really mad right? I'm actually reading in BBC just now, somebody references that saying it looks as if he's having a, a manic episode, they describe it as that. 
So it must have been something really bad for the press to start reporting it as categorically a, a mental illness that he was going through at the time. Just some of the, the reports that I was reading, I was like, this sounds fucking mental. It's funny they would say that though. I've not, I've not seen it. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. But they won't. They never said that about Donald Trump saying inject bleach into yourself. That's mental. <laughs> That's like people that are mental say stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? That's as mad a no. thing as you can say as a person. <laughs> no, he, he was coming out and saying that his dad wanted to abort him. That's why he's against abortion. He was, you know, what would the world be like if my dad got his way? No Kanye West and all this kind of stuff. It's fucking nuts. And that could be, genuinely could be the next president. Because anybody could be. Oh, now anything goes BD. now. Yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly yeah, what I thought. Yeah, see when you're talking about someone like Trump coming on the scene. Uh, if you're not at least Trump and then then some, you're not going to get any attention yeah. anymore. Because mm-hmm. I think people have pushed past the barrier of just normal <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they have they yeah, yeah, you have to be absolutely crazily superhuman to be even even considered noticed mm-hmm. do you think it's an act then oh. do you think that's an act do you think that's Trump like you know saying that stuff to get the well I think you know, politics you... is an act anyway so right. anything over and right. that it's just see the thing with Trump you need to remember he's a guy in his 80s do you know what I mean? Medicated mouth. The guys in the 80s talk all the shit. <laughs> Let's be honest. And they don't wear suits with trainers. And they're, they're not exactly the kind of people that should really be in big responsible roles. For the most part. I'm not <clears throat> trying to be ageist or that, but I mean the, the guy that's gone up against him, Joe Biden's in his 80s, he's older than Trump. So where's mm. the options? I mean, at least Kanye West is younger, young but mad, <laughs> young and mad I but Ah, you're right. Do you know what he said? I'm just reading it here. I almost killed my daughter. Even if my wife Kim were to divorce me after this speech, she brought North into the world even when I didn't want to. Guy's fucking lost Mm -hmm. it, man. You don't say things like that, even if it's the truth. You know, crazy. Everybody that gets baby. Oh, aye, that was the other thing that I read. So he said that they were talking about, you know, you don't want abortions. What about these people that are fall pregnant and they can't afford to have the kid? And he said when he was president, everybody that has a baby gets a million dollars. I think he's a he's a Republican. Either he's a Republican or else aye. he's a he's actually a a fan of Donald Trump. He was a mm-hmm. he was a big supporter, but he says he doesn't support him now. Is that is that right? Oh, is that right? <clears throat> Do you not remember he was with a MAGA hat? At the, that's right. At the White yeah. House, and there was that thing. He had his phone out while he was sitting there. He was going to show them something, and he was going to play a song that he'd written off his phone. And he was just sitting there. And he just put in his password, and it was zero 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 zero, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole world got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's not got time to be thinking of passwords. The weird and wondrous facts with Captain Cobb. Uh, has anybody got any facts? Uh, I had one. 29th of May is officially put your pillow on your fridge day. <laughs> put your pillow on your fridge. <laughs> the strange holiday spans spans back to the early 1900s where families would place a piece, piece of cloth <laughs> in their larders. It's celebrated in Europe and the USA to bring luck and wealth to a household. So on the 29th of May, you put a pillow in your fridge. You put a pillow inside the fridge, eh? That's what it says, eh? Put a pillow on your fridge day, 29th of May. That's the only one I've got. And that's though. why people at Trump are in power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a couple of. Got a bleach in your um, veins. I got a couple of celebrity. Um, About then. Would you call it fact? So the first one. Yeah. Harry Styles has four nipples. 
How can we prove this? Los Angeles thing, no. <laughs> a photo has <laughs> four nipples. No, it's not. It isn't Send a me that in a dark web. A picture of such, but it is um, a fact that's on the internet. Spanko, have you not got three? Is was it Tam has got three nipples or something like that? Tam, <laughs> I've got a nipple on my arse. Spanko. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a nipple. I can imagine Harry Styles with like a Harry my women one on each nipple, feeding them like. A, a, a mother milking her pet dogs. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> our pet dogs? <laughs> Not our pet dogs. Our puppies. Bonnie, can I just rewind right. there? I lost my thread. Can I just rewind yes, there? I do. said, I've got a nipple on my arse. And you said that's not a nipple. Like, dead quick. You said, <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you fucking referring to, mate? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. That's for the listeners nah, we'll to guess. Keep it, we'll keep it mis- mysterious then. But why do you think you've got a nipple on your I've arse? I've got anyway? like a... How do you? How I've would got you like know a that? <laughs> what? Oh, no, it's, it's like a. <laughs> I, I probably need to get checked too. It's, it's like a, a mole. It's a mole. Everybody's got them. <clears throat> and it's quite big. A mole, I've got a mole on the kind of inside of my. It's and next, right next to my anus. There's no bit of shite that <laughs> I forgot to wipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks like a bit of shit that I forgot to wipe. It's like a t- tiny Is nipple it, and a lot of fucking calls it my third nipple. Can you rewind that back a wee bit? And you said it was right next to your anus. So is it like anatomy wise? Is it really close to the hoop, or is it on? It the probably cheek? sits. It's almost. <laughs> this is weird. Sits to the, <laughs> underneath my left ball, but close to my arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking so hell! In, what's that? I, your gooch. So it's, it's on your gooch. Well, it's but more on the leg. It's kind of on my arse as well. <laughs> it so sounds pretty big. Is it sensitive? <laughs> I, I probably need. I, I probably need it. I've been meaning to get it checked for ages, but because it, it is quite a, quite a big mole, and I think mm-hmm. they're, they're, they can well, be Well, turn your camera on. Got me seat. wants to see that. Is your arse nipple sensitive like a normal nipple? No, no. Right. So no, it's, it's not a nipple. nipple. Um, I don't actually have a third nipple. Right. Does it lactate? <laughs> <laughs> God. No, no. Uh, I'll answer c- categorically no. So is that Merv, was that the proof about Harry Style? Uh, it's just I a headline. Just that that well that's that's proof enough these days, surely. It's <laughs> just a headline, no picture. <laughs> well, the one direction singer confirmed a rumour that he had four nipples in an interview with Chelsea Handler, whoever that is. The condition of having additional nipples is called polythe polythelia. That's a thing, Style says. Just one other sort of fact, there's more in the form of a question, celebrity um, special, so the question is, who invented the selfie? Who invented it? Well, it's not. Charlie Chaplin. The modern on a smartphone selfie, or are you talking about self-portraits? I don't have that information, it just says selfie, so I can only... only Is it Charlie Chaplin? I think it's somebody like that. It's somebody way, way back, I know that, I remember hearing this somewhere. I mean, there was a big thing about um, who's that mad model that the sex tape for France. She was big in the early noughties. What's her name? <laughs> well, she's no fair France. Her name Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. <laughs> they always said that she invented the selfie because she was like the first one to start it on Instagram and stuff like that. I think, but this I, I remember hearing this on like QI Aye. or somewhere, Aye. and it's like a guy a way, way, way backs. And how did it, how did that even happen though? Because it's one of the big cameras where you put the cloth over your head 
Tidy turn and it takes about 10 seconds for it to <laughs> it's right, a full right, it takes about 4 minutes you need to stand in front of it holding a big ancient camera <laughs> in front of your face putting <laughs> <laughs> the end of a stick uh, do you want me to tell you go for it Paul McCartney Oh fuck yeah! Fuck off me! I've not. I'm telling you, I'll lie. send you. I'll send you. Oh, I'm just about right. right. Hold on. This, 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 this is in the enemy. No. Enemy. Fuck off. I also invented. I can't believe. I also invented the photo bomb. This is lies, mate. This. Paul McCartney invented Holy the selfie. Shit. Paul McCartney invented the selfie and the photo bomb, or so he claimed. See, he claims he's, he's the greatest thing. Aye. The, well, wait a minute, Merv. See how you've cut that off where it says the truth. Sorry, Paul. And then it cuts off. What's the bit below that? that? It doesn't matter, mate. <laughs> All the information you need to know has been presented. It was actually a man called Robert Cornelius in Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome along to Bangor Saint. This is episode 11, and we're going with Jeremy Kyle. Parker, Banger or Saint, Jeremy Kyle. Banger. Surely. Any any particular reason, or just because he is? No, he just is, isn't he? There's nothing. Uh, no redeeming qualities, are there? Slimy, wee, carnaptious prick, isn't he? Oh, I don't know just what that word is. <laughs> Carnapsious. Uh-huh. Just like a wee just a wee angry guy. Just angry and carnapsious and snappy and Yeah. I do not like horrible. the guy. I uh, I don't I didn't like the show. There was a guy from Carnoustie who was on it though, mm-hmm. wasn't there? Chunk. Was there? Oh what so was he on? What was his episode called? Oh, I dunno. Something to do with love life drama. Oh. What about you, Spanks, Jeremy oh, Kyle? He's got a bit of a banger, isn't he? He's dead annoying. In fact, is he not get thrown off for bullying? Or what was it? I think it's finished. Yeah, right? somebody killed himself. Ah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, banger for that then. Yeah. Plus, it's just a horrible, <laughs> horrible program. Merv. Banger. I, I think there's loads of that, and I think it is STV, ITV, whatever it's called. Is that is its sort of premise? Like Jeremy Kyle. We spoke about it earlier. The X Factor. That stupid uh, judge program where somebody comes on and makes a small claim about somebody that stole their caravan or whatever and basically Judge Rinder basically these kind of shows you know they, they must pay people to come on and you know air out all their personal stuff for the entertainment of people when really there is a serious side to it as you say somebody end up you know, killed himself off the back. It's really cheap TV and it's really nasty and he's a banger, eh? Definitely. Neil, I hope you don't say Saint. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I can, to be honest. I've never liked him, to be honest, so... Banger. Aye. Aye. Right. It's fucking poverty porn, isn't it? That's all it is. Yeah. Poverty Aye, porn. Aye, he's in a bit of that, horrible. Banger. Russell Brand. Let's go to Neil first. Um, I don't know, actually. Uh, I know there's, like... I, I think he's uh, kind of went from black to white in loads of areas, but I'm probably going to say Saint because mm-hmm. I think he's quite a prolific voice in a lot of things. But I've, to be fair, I don't know a lot about, I don't kind of look into celebrities and all that stuff, so I don't really know much about them. Um, 
but yeah I'd probably say more Saint than Banger yeah I'm going to agree with that mate I like him now I didn't really like him a few mm. years ago but he's made some big changes by looks him he? he's quite a forward thinking guy uh, settled down a wee bit I think but he's yeah. I quite like him for that I mean some of his stuff that I've seen I've been like oh, whoa he's way over in the deep end aye. but I yeah. like him I'm going to go Saint what about you Merv Russell Brand I, I do like him in some ways then I've heard stuff and it, it, you know he does say some interesting stuff but I'm going to say banger because I just feel he hasn't what's he done you know he's never done anything I think he you know he does some into politics and stuff and he does talk good things about it but he never seems to be willing to get involved in it in a meaningful way and his his main thing for me that makes my buyer is just his opinion that you don't vote and that's somehow the answer to everything so for that reason buyer but I do like him I think he might have backtracked on that thing but I'm not sure I don't quote me he did die Banco did you uh, Russ Brand Russell the same Brand? big fan aye um, I've kind of always liked his stand everyone found him dead annoying at first but then his stand up's pretty funny um, and I don't understand him half the time aye. he's big, big words and always a well spoken guy is it the um, stand up I don't even he's a comedian oh aye that's his first thing aye but aye uh, he speaks really well like his politics I've read a bit of his book just a bit of his book and it was really good so I was saying for me yeah his best pals were one of my heroes Noel Fielding as well his so best pals were uh, no Gallagher as well aye I've heard that aye is he's he? really good mate so aye what about you Parker Russell Brand are you a fan no I'm not a fan but I probably agree with most of what's been said I didn't like when he was doing that true stuff Remember, it seemed like he was trying to start some sort of political movement, yeah. but it was about Aye. not voting and he was trying to be... I, I kind of got what he was doing, but every time I tuned in, because everybody was telling me how great it was, I just couldn't... I'd, I've never mm. been able to take to the guy, so I'll probably put him as a well-meaning banger. Well-meaning banger. A <laughs> 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 well-meaning banger. Yeah. Oh dear, you will not hear that phrase anywhere else. I should have um, a well-intentioned banger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Noel Edmonds oh god that's a tough one this week for me uh, I'll go to you Mer first Noel um, Edmonds it's a toughie for me that one oh just I, again what's he done really a banger I mean what's the oh, deal or no deal come on yeah, that's do revolutionary do or no deal I don't know I, the, my thing with deal or no deal is it's totally random and they make I'm total meal I like things that just get straight to the point and that's like Aye. let's talk about this as <laughs> is it cases? Is that how the, is that what it is? Let's talk boxes, about this box. Boxes. Let's talk about that box and <laughs> talk about you. <laughs> Where do you want? Blah blah blah. You know, just fucking get to the point. Open the box. I give me a chance. Box <laughs> there isn't box. any skill involved in it. So bang. <laughs> just open your box. How shit program would that be? Everybody, twenty-eight boxes. Pick a box and you just fucking open it. Right, everybody up the road. Have one up. I would. I would watch that. <laughs> Thank God you're not a producer now. What is this shit? Why is he asking him questions? <laughs> there's got to be an audience for what Merv would sell, though. Like, there's there's going to be more than just him wants to see that. It'd be like, still be three hundred thousand folk could tune in to go. Thank you. To the point, none of that shit. Forty five minutes wasted. Can we get to Golden Ball? <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't like about it is what you mentioned as well I've seen when they start saying so why did you choose that box what's the relevance of that number and what the 
fucking shut up. There's ne- that might be a good luck saying if you pick this one before that one, but you need to pick yeah. all of them before you get to your <laughs> one anyway. Aye. But I like it. I like these um, earlier stuff, the house Still party and me. things like that. I remember watching that. Oh, no, that's so much. I remember that was always a thing. The, it was on the telly on a Saturday night for years. It was just trashy, good like, Saturday night. No bother, you know, concentrating too much. Remember TV. the bit where like somebody was sitting on the couch and then they would all of a sudden scream the, the cameras on them? How did they manage to get their cameras on MTV? How did they get their cameras in? Must have been massive when they did this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, how did they sneak it in? I know. The guy, the guy under the curtain. <laughs> and the sound guy with the, with the boom mic. <laughs> the boom. <laughs> uh, cr- crinkly bottom. That, so. Same. That was it. Mm. The house part. Yeah. And the gunge, the gunge tank. Mm. Oh, that I stuff. loved that when I was a kid. Can't really forgive him for Mr. Blobby, though. Oh, no. No, that's horrendous. Uh, I'm going to go s- n- banger because he's into all that. Uh, is he not a bit Scientologist? Is no, he's into that. Well, well, really? I think it's more The Secret. Have you ever yeah. heard of The Secret? He's into that if you believe it. If you sit in the house and believe you'll have a Ferrari mm. in your drive, you'll get one. I get the PMA side of it, but he really believes that your thoughts will make things and all that. So it's a bit bangery for me, that kind of stuff. But far out. Um, what about you, Parker Noel Edmonds? Uh, probably. I'll send him. I uh, sent him. That, that NTV thing, that was my first little fantasy of getting on Big Brother I think was watching that wishing that it would be our house at the weekend is it us tonight is it us <laughs> ah it's them boring people down there <laughs> also I, I I auditioned for Deal or did No you? Deal did you did you I was, I was down in Manchester I, think, I can't remember if it was one or two auditions really I might have been 20 or something I can't remember how I was old surprised it never took you I mean what's the crazy garbage uh, it f- absolutely froze it was horrible they ask you I can't maybe if I wrap my memory I could remember the questions that they give you but did you have to play it like mock play no it? no you had to sit and do like camera oh, tests and that. stuff ah, it was grim it was grim and you had to wait about all day Ollie Mars was on that before he was famous I think uh-huh. really uh-huh. I think so have you ever seen that amazing clip of before Bradley Cooper was famous and he was Asking a question on inside the actor's studio. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? What, he's in the audience? Oh, yes. Is he? No, I've not seen oh, that. Right. Bad? Because it, 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 it links, he asks a question and he gets an answer. I think the answer goes against what his opinion was. Like Bradley Cooper in the audience, he's saying, no, I think it would be this if that happened. And the person on stage goes... No, because that'll never happen. If you think like that, you'll never be this and you'll never be that. And then fast forward to, there's a scene where he's in a film and the guy that gave him that answer on the screen is tied up to a chair or something and he's Bradley Cooper spanking him and laughing. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like this totally meta scene where it fits in with it. There's a really good edit. I want to see that, man. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. What were you spanked? Did you say Saint for Noel? I crinkly bottom in that, I... Neil, Noel. I, I'll go Noel for Saint. Aye, aye. No reasons, just a Saint. No, no reason. I usually have that sort of like he's a bit too clean looking and all that for he's a bit dodgy and fishy. But ah, he's he's done quite a lot. That is he on the fishy list? Ah, he's not on the fishy list. He's just he escapes by. I think he's. Um, I think there's been some reports of him being a bit handy, but hands on. Oh, well, he, mu- he must have been on top of the pops. With well, yeah. Co. 
Yeah. Savalinko. Sounds like a fucking suit company or something like that. Davina McCall. Merv. Um, I think I'd probably need to say Saint because I don't really think anything... I don't really know much about her, but apart from just seeing her presenting the odd thing, so don't have any negative things to say, Saint. Banco? Uh, probably Saint. I really used to fancy doing a call back, mm, the, back in the day. Maybe no now. Yeah, me too. No now. And Helen well, Marin, oh, but you still, still know. Still know. Still know. I just think she was quite attractive when we were young boy, yeah. So why do you not think she has now? Check her out on Instagram. She's just all right. Okay, I've seen Jackson Brady. Good, Helen good, Marin, good broadcaster. She's an excellent broadcaster. Uh, so yeah, see it. <laughs> if if you're listening, David, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> Parker. Oh, Saint, I love her. Yeah. Even, even now, now, she's yeah. a she's a milf now. She might be a gilf. I don't mm. know. She's hot. Neil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably just Saint to me. I think she's a banger. Oh, I like her energy. Davina's cool. She just this is if I think she was a bit of a drug addict back in the day and stuff. Oh, I, she I think her problems. Well, eh? um, so she's got over all that and she's one of the biggest presenters in the country. Isn't she? Okay, she definitely is. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Simon Cool, Spanko. Simon Cool, the man that ba- has higher banger. trousers than you. Fucking banger. Have you I'm seen so him banger. recently? He's a mile out. Everything about him is a if, fucking mile. But have you seen him recently? He's lost a. L- I don't know if he's been no. He lost tons of weight, but he's he's, uh, he's kind of ah. He looks really strange. Yeah, banger. I don't like him. Where's uh, uh, the mirrored glasses inside as well? Didn't he? That's all about Neil Simon Kill. Uh, yeah, it's just banger. It has to be. I mean, too small a dog in that. So I think it's <laughs> too banger. small a dog. Thank God you said dog. <laughs> <laughs> Merv, Simon Kill. Aye, banger. Um, all, the, all the rest of the stuff that Mark and Neil said um, goes without saying. Banger. Parker. Banger. <laughs> Have you seen all the all the photos that Lemmy puts up of him? That's what I was thinking of when you were saying how terrible he looks now. No, I've not oh, seen these. Is this Twitter? Twitter is it? You know when they... Is it Botox to get the forehead so they can't move the yeah. eyebrows? So, but his even look like they've pushed it down a bit, or he's had to work. It just looks, and I think is you know when guys get older, their eyebrows get a bit thinner quite often. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, he, and it makes you look a bit sinister or something. I don't know what it does, but sinister. he just looks nuts. Aye, the the less eyebrows you have, I think. It's I think as well um, when you get older and you lose a lot of weight like that. Older you do, like you say, look a bit sinister and a bit strange. So, I say Mikael's a fucking buyer, aye. Thanks for listening, folks. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on, Parker. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks oh, for thanks me. for having me. I had a great time. I was looking forward to it all day. Just one of the ones you can just shoot the breeze a wee bit of. Cock shade. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening to the Carbon Copy COVID Curer podcast. We'll be back soon with another ill-informed chat-filled episode. Why not tell us what you think by email? Inquiry at carboncopymusic.band or visit our website, carboncopymusic.band. And if you're feeling really generous and you haven't already, please give us a like on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash carboncopy4, and even our Instagram, at carboncopywedingband. Thanks again. No bangers or harm during the making of this podcast. Carbon copy reserve the right to moan about anything they like, and they will. Thank you.